are listening to WHOA Podcast, coming to you from Gainesville, Florida. Good morning, Gainesville, and welcome to the WHOA GNB Podcast. I shouldn't just like say Gainesville, but really just the the world. We're coming out of Gainesville, and um, I'm super excited because we have a couple of amazing guests this morning. We have Nicole and Shane Irving from Irving Publications. Let me just give everybody a heads up on what we're doing for the next month. Ty and I, Ty, what's up, man? What's up, man? (laughs) We got into this conversation. We're like, you know what would be really, really cool is if we could pull in, you know, husband and wife business partners, people who will like work together on a daily basis because my wife, pretty much can't wait for me to leave the house. <laughs> so, and I know she would never even think about like, hey, like let me uh, let me come work for, I've asked, actually the truth is I've asked her to work with okay. with me multiple times and she's like, no, no, I can't, I, I could never. <laughs> so I, so I'm, we were really intrigued about getting couples in here mm-hmm. to talk about like what that dynamic is like in your business. So, um, you know, first I'm gonna say, Ty, what's going on in Gainesville, man? What's up? Not much, uh, other than the Gators are going back to the College World Series. Yeah, we need the yes. summer. Give us the summer. So, Gators going to World Series. Go, what else is going Gators on? Gators going to the World Series. USA won the 2026 World Cup bid. Yeah, we oh, just wow. got that news this morning. Yeah, this morning. That's awesome. That's awesome. So, it was. It's that really the United? So it's the United States, Canada, yeah. and Mexico. Mm-hmm. 2026, North America. Yeah, North America got the bid. So if you're a World Cup fan. That's gonna be awesome. Yeah, we're all gonna go take the entire team. No. Awesome. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Probably could never afford it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the swamp can bid on a game. That'd be pretty sweet. Awesome. That would be epic, actually. Um, and and the World Cup's about to start. Yeah, tomorrow morning, eleven o'clock, our time. Our time. What time's the game? Where's the? It's where's Russia. it at? Russia. I think game one is in in Moscow. I feel terrible for not knowing this because as soon as I heard that the United States wasn't in it, I like was like, all right. Figure um, yourself out. Yep, that's it. But I guess I'll pull for England because I used to live in England for a long time. I got a lot of friends and family over there, so that would make a lot of sense. But, um, you know, and then we got some special guests in the house. Of course, we got our team here, of course, who's always here. But Miranda is filling in. Miranda, come over here real quick. <laughs> Just because I haven't done this before and I feel like this is like the perfect opportunity. So those of you that are listening on audio, you should really watch this on video because I just feel like it's so much better. But hey Miranda, say hi to the camera. Say hi to the camera. Talk in the mic right here. Say what up, say what up world. What up world. So Miranda is a rock star around here and she helps us and she's filling in for Joanna in Brooklyn because they're both on vacation. And the yeah, shirts are available right? Yeah, Joanna's in New York. Yeah. So I'm like, when everybody goes, out of town, Colin starts freaking out and doesn't know what to do. <laughs> my life, my life gets much more disorganized for, for whatever reason. But um, but anyway, so you guys, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for, having, for us. having us. You guys are rock stars. I love you both so thank much. You. I love you thank too. You. Your feet can reach the floor. No, they're no. dangling. <laughs> both of our feet are dangling. Yes. I, I like to. Uh, We're the shortest tease. team in Gainesville. <laughs> you got the shortest team in Gainesville. I like to tease my friends here about their eye, <laughs> yeah. but but it's normal for you guys. Right? Yeah, it's normal. 
<laughs> so look, we always like to start with the origin story. Okay. Like, why are you doing what you are doing? We ask and ourselves that every morning. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, so just give us the summary, like how old's the business, and give us your sure. little short story. Can we start? Yeah. All right, so um, I, uh, Irving Publications has been around since 2009 now. Next year will be our 10 year anniversary. We're very excited about that. Um, but the way that it kind of came about is Shane was working as the regional director for McAllister's Deli for 15 years. And I um, was a stay at home mom for five years. And one day Shane came home and said, okay, you either need to go back to work or you need to find something to do. The Target dollar section is now closed to you. Um, <laughs> you will not be allowed to leave the house anymore. And so I realized that there was nothing like Giggle Magazine um, in the community. And so I had this amazing network of friends that I had met here. I didn't have any family here, we're not from here. And so I realized that I was talking to all my mommy friends about what it's like to raise your kids here, um, what what can we do, playgroup activities, um, I don't want to say sponsorship activities now, but charities to get involved in, different things for our kids, doctor's appointments, medical things, blah, blah, blah. We always said we need to become nurses as parents. Um, and I realized that if I had these questions about living in Gainesville and raising my kids here, I bet other people did as well. So one day we kind of just put our heads together and it was 2008, we started the process when the economy kind of plummeted and we said, hey, let's start a business. This is gonna be a great idea. So we started Giggle Magazine out of my son's nursery. I had a three and a half year old, a two year old, and a six month old. And I said, this is a great thing to do. <laughs> and because um, <laughs> I have nothing better to do with my time. And it kicked, it, it really just kind of launched from there. We, we started it, I don't want to say as a hobby, but we started it with the mission to help parents be the best parents they could in this community. And again, not being from here, um, I wanted to learn as much as I could about the Gainesville community, and I wanted to share that with others because, like you said, people come here and they check it off their bucket list, all the things they can do in the swamp, and then they hightail it out of here after they graduate college. And I ended up staying, and I've been here since 1997, and I love it. I wouldn't want to raise my kids anywhere else. My parents actually just moved here. But a lot of us didn't know about Gainesville and what it really was to grow up here. And so that's what we're giving our kids. And so that's one of the reasons we started Giggle. Did the, so. the grandparents move here because you're like, we need more babysitter help? or <laughs> they, they got tired of shoveling the snow in Connecticut. Oh, so like, they were in Connecticut. Yeah, that's like, a good move. Yeah, so, that's a good move. <laughs> um, so yeah, so now they're here. So that's why we started Giggle, really, was just to help parents be the best parents they could be. So, you know, I had no background in publishing. Shane had no background in publishing. Um, he had management experience. And so everyone's like, well, how did you do it? And I said, like, well, I just kind of like Googled how do you print magazine and, you know, this and that and asked a lot of questions, made a lot of mistakes, cried a lot of tears. Um, but became stronger because of it, and here we are 10 years later. Awesome, and so Shane, you weren't always involved with magazine from the beginning, because you were working for McAllister's. So I, I definitely uh, was involved with it from the beginning, okay. but you know, probably more so about part-time. Okay. Um, but I always, you know, I always like to tell people when they ask, you know, our business is split in two, so, you know, one of, and I'm sure we'll get into this a little further, you know, everything you see, everything the community sees, Nicole is the front person on that. And then everything from uh, the back end, ad sales, um, you know, the finances and, and, and putting together the business administration part of things, that's kind of what I do. 
so since the beginning, you know, Nicole had the concept and, and the layout and the ideas, and, um, and I basically was selling ads. Um, you know, we knew, we knew a lot of people, we knew a lot of business people when we first got started. And um, when we told people that we were getting ready to kick off this idea of putting together a parenting magazine, they already knew us, they knew, you know, what our ethics were and whatnot, and they kind of jumped on board and said, hey, we'll advertise with you guys. And right out of the bank, um, you know, we had, we didn't, we didn't know that when you, um, you know, when you created this free magazine that you were going to have to drive the business through ad sales. We basically put the magazine together because we wanted to put out content for parents. Right. So we weren't really kicking off the whole idea to put the magazine together to make money. That wasn't, you know, I already had a job. We were already, you know, fine with uh, paying for our bills and everything. This was more what we wanted to give back to the community to make parent, parents better parents. And it quickly turned into a whole lot more than what we expected. When did you decide to make that transition from part-time to full-time? And like, was it just a reaching the growth or something in the business? Like what, what triggered that? For Shane to come on full-time? Mm -hmm. um, that was about four years ago when, um, when we launched our Tallahassee uh, concepts and so and also his company was going through some changes and it was just the right opportunity for him to to kind of come on board full-time and I had wanted to since the beginning you know yeah. um, just to make that leap of faith from you know one thing that you've been doing for 15 years very solid to going to something that you know you started off as a hobby and it very much transitioned into something very serious very quickly um, it was a big you know, we talked about it for a long time, but I always wanted to be on, you know, 100% with uh, with the magazine. Okay, so now we got, you gotta tell me the the nitty gritty parts now, okay? Like, sure. <laughs> what's it like working together every <laughs> single day? Well, there's two different views. So, <laughs> yeah, let's, view let's make sure that it. we separate this out and get the different perspectives on this. Yes. I, want, I want your truth and then I want your truth. Okay. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Shane, you love it. I love it. <laughs> like okay. just like that. He yeah. just loves it. You I just love it. love it. I yeah, I love I love uh being, you know, I love the whole business world and everything that has to do with what we do and 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 getting involved with other businesses and learning other businesses. So that's why you love and, working with me. No, but oh. why why I love working with Nicole is because I just like being around her all the time. Oh. So you're gonna hear something totally different, but um, is that a tear? No, <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's like rubbing her eye. Um, no, I do. I mean, I I thoroughly enjoy you know working with her. Of course, you know things are you know things are stressful from time to time, um, whether it's business pressure or you know or personal things that we're dealing with or things within the business. But um, I really enjoy working with her and being around her and seeing her grow and seeing you know her get stronger in business and um and knowing that you know it's family like everything we do the whole reason why we started the magazine was for family and everything that we do kind of moving forward is all about family so it's you know her and i are family we have a family that we work with we have a family that we go home with um our family of uh you know our audience our advertisers, everybody we consider to be really tight. So, you know, with with us working together, I can see my wife growing, 
you know, as a business person, I can see her challenges and her and her successes. You know, she does um, a lot of engagements outside of outside of what we do, and you know, she has a lot of success doing that. And that really, you know, for somebody that for so long, I was the person, you know, responsible for everything in the household. Now I look at it and I look at her and I say, you know, look at where she's where she's come development-wise from, you know, where she was to where she is. And it's just, you know, it's, it's gratifying. That's awesome. Okay. Now, now, you, now you can't say anything <laughs> no, bad about no, him because he went first. Oh, <laughs> um, so it's, it's, a, it's awesome working together, but um, it does have its ups and downs. Like any, like any relationship that you work with someone. I will say I actually wrote an article about it for Giggle a few years ago. And people ask me that all the time. But one of the things is we're not together 24 hours a day, at, even at work. I have my own car. He has his own car. I have my own office, a big one, and I, with a door that locks. He has his own <laughs> office. Um, we also have our own set of responsibilities. And so a lot of people will ask me questions like, well, what did Shane think about this? Or what's Shane doing this? And they ha- I always say, like, we're, we're passing ships in the night. You know, it's though he has his own set of responsibilities that, that he takes care of. I have my own set of responsibilities that I take care of. Obviously, we have to come together in the middle because the business is, is ours. Um, but with that, you know, we're very strong leaders in our own departments. It is completely gratifying. It's also awesome because we're a family and we have three young children and we have three boys, um, 10, 12, and 14 now. And so they need us. And so owning a business gives you the liberty to be able to leave when you need to, to take care of them. And so we definitely tag team that. And that's been awesome because um, some of the kids have needed us more at certain times. And so we're, be, we're able to drop everything. But with that being said, um, we have to make up for it on the back end. And so we are working a lot at night. We are, our pillow talk is all about work a lot of times and the stresses of knowing that we are the only two breadwinners in our family and all that comes from our business. That, that does sometimes pay a toll on both husband and wife. And so, but we have each other to lean on, but it's, it's stressful sometimes. I mean, I've had to learn not to yell at him in front of staff. <laughs> <laughs> and not to get crabby with him. I mean, but it's, you know, you you always talk different to the ones that you love, and you forget sometimes the atmosphere that you're in, and I'm, I'm not perfect, so I'll just snap think, at him. At, like, well, I think you're perfect. Okay, yeah. I think that's what would happen here if Shannon worked here. Everybody would quickly realize who's the real boss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and you have, to, you have to put yourself in check a lot of times, and it took me a while to get there. You know, and even the other day I snapped at him about Jolly Ranchers or something, and then that became a joke in the office. And, you know, it's, and there's also a control thing, you know, because at home you both have 50 50 control over your kids or your finances or dishes or whatever. But then at, off at the work, it's like, well, which one of us is in control? And so I think there's, we have both deep personalities. We have control issues. So, you know, I'm always trying to grab control. He's trying to have control. He says I have control, but then I feel like he takes the control. And so. You know, it's just a constant. See, battle. that's so interesting that you say that because I like I'm as you're talking, I'm like thinking about my life in parallel. You know, how, what's it look like? And I'm def it's definitely you know 100 percent business. I mean, Shannon Shannon works too, so she's bringing in income as well. So she, she's like double loaded because she definitely takes care of like all the household stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure sure I do the you know dishes and stuff once once in a while. She's gonna be like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta be careful what I say. She'll be like, no, you don't. Um, but but she definitely, she, I rarely even know 
the house finances and stuff, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, yeah, we need more money to pay the bills. So when you want to write us a check, that'd be nice. <laughs> so it's kind of interesting because I feel like I, we're definitely not 50 50. We're definitely like, yeah. No, I feel like he's probably he's probably 70, 30 as far as like doing stuff in the house and stuff because he'll, I work at night as well sometimes when I teach, so he'll deal with the kids more often than I do. So I think it's probably, he's more Mr. Mom than I am sometimes. Are you guys like working at the office till late or is it like, all right, let's go home and you're taking a bunch of work with you? Both. I you think it's both? it's both. We work on the weekends a lot. Um, because the kids are at their practices and stuff, so he'll work a lot on the weekends. I'll stay at the office and work. When I come home, I don't want to work. Um, I did that for a really long time in the beginning, and it just became it became very wearing. I was very tired, and I just, I, I was like I couldn't do it anymore. So my my rule is now is if I come home and my computer's down and it's like ten o'clock and I've had a glass of wine, do not talk to me. And and it took a while, but he because he kept going. He loves to work and he loves to talk about things. And he comes up with me great too. ideas, and then he get mad when I would walk away. And I said, but I'm done. Done. And we now have to respect that Nicole is done working and I'm very reachable. You know, if you work with your spouse or you work with your best friend or your roommate, you're always reachable, right? And I was always reachable to him and I was like, I'm not, Nicole's done and I cannot talk anymore. And we've gotten much better with that when I just kind of close the door and I'm like, Yeah, it's, no. a chal- it's a challenge for me because I don't know how to turn the switch on and off, you know, so it's always on. So you, you're, you're thinking, you know, and I'm like a late night thinker. So Nicole comes home, she's, you know, ready to, you know, have a glass of wine and I'm Chill ready out. to like let's have a meeting. Let's let you know, let's let's uh let's figure out, you know, what we're gonna do for, you know, some grand I'm so glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then and then, you know, when when your spouse is you know, you have to learn that when you're that kind of person, how to tone it down and when to deliver the message at the right time because you know, you're always looking for the right kind of outcome, which is <clears throat> either to have a, you know, a positive conversation surrounding what you're trying to talk about or to get feedback. And I've learned that sometimes if I just kind of throw up my idea on her and get excited about it, then I don't get what I want, which is basically I don't get the communication <laughs> yeah. that I'm looking for. She's just like, you know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, bed. okay, Leave well then, you know. Like, I'm glad you're as excited about it as I am. Yeah. Exactly. I'll be like, talk to you tomorrow, or write me an email, or let's talk yeah. about another time, because I'm like, okay, if I'm at work, then I'm doing work. But when I'm at home, let's. So that's hard, being a husband and wife team, you know? And, but then I also understand, like, we have to keep working all the time. It's it's just us. So it's that fine balance, but. Um, Ty, do you cut it off? Like, when you when you, at the end of the day, you go home and chill out, or you still in it no i'm a little i'm a little all over the place i'm a late night person too mm-hmm. um i definitely get more work done when i get up in the morning and kind of have a better schedule but i do most of my thinking late at night i'm always yeah. scribbling things down writing myself notes sending myself text messages um so just should. when it's just when i work the best um it's not always the most efficient but uh but yeah i'm definitely not a i don't want to say i'm always on um but I'm definitely more on at night than I am during the day, which can be a struggle sometimes. Yeah, I think it's hard for me to figure out sometimes because I think Shannon would rather just be like, you like work until you're done, mm-hmm. and then come home and then be home. Right. Right. The my the, what's difficult about that from my perspective is that I want to come home sometimes, and like I'll try to come home before seven just so I can see the kids for a half mm-hmm. hour or an hour before they go to sleep, and then. 
and then they go to sleep, and then I want to get back into work. Right. Right. So I like I'm trying to cut out that that space to at least see my children before they go to sleep. Um, so that's been that's been difficult sometimes. You never turn off the, your brain. How late? I can't. Like I can. It, it depends on on the on the day because Monday, Wednesday, Friday mornings right now, like I'm I'm starting at 5:30 in the morning, so mm-hmm. I try to get in bed by like 10:30, 11 those nights. Mm-hmm. Um, but if I don't have to be up at 5:30 a.m., then I usually stay up till at least midnight working. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's. It's time, like, especially with a lot of the stuff that we're doing, because a lot of people don't know this yet, because <laughs> we haven't really officially announced it, but we're building out a media company. Oh, so I'm doing like a lot with video and a lot of that kind of thing. Um, it's gonna be called Repaint the Wall. So that's, I can get into that story some other time, but that's gonna be the name of the company. Um, but like, one of the things that I realized about it is that I'm like watching so much, uh, con- I have to review the work. Like yeah. review the you know what my videographers are putting out like their work I have to review it I have to watch it make sure that it's okay to release I have to make sure it's okay for the client I have to, you know and that the, con- the consuming the content the work mm-hmm. <laughs> takes a long time and yeah. you need to like focus you need to get that ten minutes to watch right the piece of content or yes. whatever it is and focus on it and make sure you're not gonna miss uh, two you know just two seconds of something right. being said that right. should not that needs to be edited or, you know what I mean? Like, it just, it requires a lot of focus and. uh, And that's like our industry too. Like there's a lot of editing that I do, a lot of reading and you need to focus and so. So are you doing the editing? I have an editor, I have two amazing editors, but I still read everything before it goes out. Oh wow. Yeah. That's basically the same thing you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It it like puts a, that mental, you need that mental capacity in Mm -hmm. order to fulfill that. Absolutely. (laughs) It just takes a lot. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah. One thing I wanted to cycle back to sure. as far as the uh, origin story, mm-hmm. and before we get started on that, I'm I'm the oldest of three boys, so oh, that's okay. that's fun. Um, I know how stressful that probably is. Did you know I, I was too? Really? Well, oldest, oldest of three, but I yeah. got a you know brother and sister. Okay, I'm yeah. the oldest of three as well, oh, and he's the oldest of two. We all we've established we all yeah. have that and in we're common. The oldest ones in the room. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm I grew up here, so oh, okay. Um, my parents, I guess, moved down maybe three or four years before they had me, and and I grew up in Gainesville, so it's a from that perspective, it's a great place to grow up, right. you know. And I think your magazines, both of them, kind of get into why Gainesville's great. You know, it's a great place to grow up, and it's such a healthy community. There's so much outdoor activities and just mm-hmm. people trying to be the best version of themselves, right. which is really cool. The one thing I wanted to ask about um, when you guys started with Giggle, did you guys have another magazine or another concept that you were impressed by somewhere else that you were like, hey, we you know, we kind of like what they're doing here, we could probably bring that to Gainesville? Or was it more, hey, we're learning all these things, being kind of new parents and trying to figure out these things, we'd love to put it in a central source? Um, or a little bit of a combined idea? I think it was a little bit of a combined idea. So as any new parent, I was absorbing as much information as I could. And I have a journalism background from high school, not even college. And so I just, I always loved magazines. I loved reading them, cutting them apart, collecting them. And so I was already reading the national parenting magazines. And so I realized there was nothing on the local level at the time that looked 
national but ride local and that was my goal and so although it's great to read all this national content and we do have a lot of national themed um, articles in the magazine but they're all written locally to say what's on trend um, I really just wanted to be able for people to relate to relate to local families and what they were going on and really showcase how amazing all of our local families were so it was a kind of combination of both but my goal was always to bring um, local content and make it look national. So we work really, really hard to do that. Um, we have an amazing group of designers, amazing group of editors, and we work really hard to do that. So the inspiration was was national, but then it was to just bring it all on the local level. So, you know, I took bits and pieces of what I saw and then made sure I took bits and pieces of what I didn't like and did not put that in the magazine. So, um, yeah. You had said both magazines you had brought up the fact that there's two. We haven't yeah. even got into that yet. So yeah. why don't you tell us a little bit about the second publication? Sure. Because Giggle, and I don't even, you said Giggle Magazine. Giggle Magazine is the, that that's the original, that's where it all started, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And now you've grown into a second publication. Yeah. Um, just tell us a little bit about that, that publication when you started that and, and why. Yeah. So we started Wellness 360 in 2016, May of 2016, so it's just two years old now. And you're just like, I want more work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's it's, double up, more work. Well, what I Goes was, back to content. Yeah, what I was realizing was, we, I was talking to a lot of Giggle readers who were solid Giggle readers for a really long time. But as Giggle got older, their children got older. My kids got older. Um, and so my needs as, um, as a person, as a aging um, female, 40 years old, um, I realized that I didn't need to know as much content for my own child rearing, I guess. You could say, like, I was over the passies. Check those. I already did diapers and uh, bottle feeding and all that. So we pr kept producing really great content for those parents coming in. But what I was also realizing as I was talking to readers who also became my friends was that I don't really read Giggle anymore or as much because my kids are older. My kids are older. And so I was watching trends on Facebook and talking to my friends and they were like, you know, we're, we're doing more self-help and we're doing more yoga for ourselves and going out for ourselves and, you know, really investing in ourselves as moms, as, as dads, as, as people. And as I got older, I realized that I was completely unbalanced. I was not, I was stressed. I was overworked. I was overcommitted. Colin, you know, I mean, we say yes to everything. You need us, we're there. And that was always my philosophy. But what had happened was, is I stopped taking care of myself. And I found myself in a place where I'm like, I just, I don't know who I am or where I'm going or what I'm doing. And so I said, well, if I feel this way, I guarantee other people feel this way. So I was turning 40 like that next January. And I said, you know, I really want to create a magazine that focuses on health and well-being. And, but not just nutrition and not just working out because those are great components but there's so many other things there's mental there's financial there's your house there's all this other stuff and so we kind of put our heads it was a concept I had for probably about a year or so year and a half before mm -hmm. we actually really really focused on it and so wellness 360 came out and the whole goal is just to help people not parents help people um, be the best versions of themselves in whatever capacity that is so if you relate to the nutrition, if you relate to the working out, if you relate to different things. Um, and it's different than Giggle. Giggle's really focused um, towards women, although it's for our parents. Um, Wellness 360 is um, gender neutral. We try to put everything in there. Um, and we don't stri stay away from like, you know, wine is good for you and, um, you know, work out this way. We also focus on people who 
um, it's called Spotlight 360, where it's people in the community that are, they don't do something in like their everyday jobs, kind of like a um, like a fitness instructor, but someone else who's, you know, you're a lawyer and I bike ride 100 miles a day, kind of things like that. We have iron men and women in this community that we're focusing on, but their everyday job is like professors and teachers and stuff like that. So we want to showcase that even though you have this everyday life, people are still going out and doing amazing things for their mental um, stability and their physical stability. So just really, I'm inspired by all their stories. Um, and so that's really why I created it. And so really just to inspire people to be the best now. Do I follow everything? I write no I'm getting better <laughs> you know and I still say like I'm still in balance I'm still a work in progress um but it's it's awesome it we've gotten such an amazing reception from it and a different readership um and also people who like I said had grown out of giggle are now following it for themselves and so it's it's been awesome I I love it it's the most fun has it opened up new opportunity for new relationships like through the advertising aspect of it definitely yeah definitely it gave us you know one of the aspects that's that's really beneficial in that respect is that you know when we um when we went and talked to businesses to advertise for giggle they were very centric on you know wanting to reach a certain demographic which is our audience that we're targeting with with giggle which is basically um parents and more so moms um, and with Wellness 360, because our audience is um, diverse in age and diverse in their background, um, it gives us a different kind of uh, opportunity to target businesses that we would have never, ever even approached uh, for Giggle. So it really kind of opened our portfolio in terms of businesses that we could entice to come into the Irving Publications family. Yeah, it's been fun. And you guys... If I recall correctly, the magazines are are they still bi monthly? Are you still are you they are they're, they're on they're uh, bi monthlies, um, but they run in a, on an opposite cycle. cycle so okay, so you do one on like January and that'll be January and February's issue, but then you're like making the wellness magazine Correct. on February. So okay, so yeah. it's like every other. So basis. every month we go. So to every print. month we we publish a book, and then um, we have eight weeks to construct a particular title. You guys figured out this process. I like it. It only took us ten years, but we got it. We did. And and Wellness 360 was um, was a whole lot, you know, easier for us. You know, it took us probably about a year in conception just to come up with the idea and the framework of what we were going to do before we actually, I think, even put it on paper or published it. It took us a while, but it was a whole lot more streamlined. Yeah. You know, we 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 knew. what to do and what to not and what not to do. When we started Giggle, we absolutely just had an idea and ran with it. We didn't know anything. We didn't know what the landscape in, in the market even looked like. We just basically we wanted just showed to put, up one day and yeah, we're like, here we are. I mean we basically wanted to put out content. That's what it was, you know, we figured, well this is the way magazine national magazines do it, so this is the way we're gonna do it. And we figured everything out and it was uh you know, I think it was great that we didn't know anything because we Ignorance learned. Ignorance was bliss. Yeah, we learned so much. We learned a lot. So what's the third publication going to be? Uh, <laughs> well, and how do you work that into your bio? Um, there, there are, uh, you're right. Um, there are different ideas that we have. I think as an entrepreneur, you're always trying to create and do new things. And it goes to our love of really just creating amazing content on really great pages. Um, but again, for us, since our publications are free model, um, we have to make sure that the, um, the economy and the area can sustain what we want to do. 
So there is an idea that I have brewing. But if and I told have. you, I'd have to kill you. <laughs> um. And we've had and we've had that concept for quite a while, probably since we started wellness. Yeah. We came up with about a handful of concepts that we wanted to run with. And when we came up with the wellness idea, we probably had three or four, four other titles that we were playing with. Oh, but we cool. figured that Gainesville, first of all, we've always said, you know, and I think after we learned what we were doing here with Giggle, we always said that we really don't want to compete for content. So our content is really something that is unique to the market. It's not unique in general, but it's unique to the Gainesville markets. Um, so the concepts that, you know, we've come up with, are concepts that are not, you know, necessarily here in Gainesville, um, and uh, we're not going to let the cat out of the bag. <laughs> see no we don't have an extra moment. I was on our day. totally yeah. throwing that out there. <laughs> I had, uh, like, I just, I just like to make assumptions and see what, like, yeah, what yeah, happens. Yeah. We need and to find an extra has, hour or two in our day. First. Has there been a uh, blend of the two magazines at any point in terms of content, like? You know, any like child related wellness stuff or wellness? Well, in Giggle, like, 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 I don't know. Well, in Giggle, we do have a health section. Um, okay. We always did. And so that focuses on. But it wasn't like a test. We just, we just were doing that content. We weren't testing health content in Giggle to see what the response was to do wellness. Right, right, right. Yeah. We I, really just said, hey, let's, you know, we've been doing Giggle for eight years at that point, And, you know, What's the next thing that we can do? Let's, okay, hey, Gainesville is super health conscious. You know, I mean, everywhere you look, um, you know, it's very health, you know, like yeah, I was it. saying, I mean, there's so much outdoors. There's a lot of people that are really into the health. I mean, just look at all the grocery business that is health related. I always say that, you know, if all these big concepts wanted to come to Gainesville and we already had, what, 13, 14 Publixes, then obviously there's some, some huge interest in terms of the health uh, aspect. Nobody was writing that content, and uh, and as soon as the editorial said, hey, we should do something like this, I said, you know, there's obviously a business for that. Let's, you know, it was different than when we did Giggle. When we did Giggle, it was, hey, look, we're just looking at trying to put out content, and if we make money, we make money. Now, it, you know, now it was the editorial and the business side coming together, and it was a perfect, a perfect marriage for us. It's really cool to, uh, you know, I first probably saw wellness was the James Bates issue, probably oh. with a lot of other people too, I would cover. assume. Awesome cover. And, you know, that's I kind of. I love that story. Yeah. Well, it's, be it's so beautiful. Proud. I love it. I and, am so proud. <laughs> and I remember seeing it for the first time. It's what you guys said. It kind of looks national. And, you know, I was like, that's Bates. Yeah. And, and he was a podcast guest yeah. on, the, on yep. our second podcast. And I've known him for a while. And, uh, you know that was an automatic pick it up read it mm -hmm. um which was which was cool awesome um and then you guys had mike hines on who's one of my friends as well and the beard issue was really cool oh, and, and yeah. they've got that posted up at public in general right <laughs> oh, in there yeah. i don't know if you guys oh, know what's that the beard issue uh it was like a man issue you know you, you do i just had a concept so. that we did a story about beards it's beards are in you know and yeah. so i just had this concept that i really thought a very strong male on the cover with a beard and so he was um nominated by a friend of mine and so it worked out really well That's and so cool. it was he's awesome. a lawyer he'd be a funny podcast guest yeah he's, he's, he's pretty uh, he's great. great yeah it was an awesome cover too Women's yeah it's, I mean, it, it looked, over that yeah, it's so good <laughs> it was it was as, pretty good. As far as covers go, I know you guys had the springs on the last cover. Mm -hmm. um, 
where do you guys get your inspiration for covers and how how long do you guys have them kind of in the pipeline? Do you guys have, hey, we're playing with these few ideas or is it just kind of spur of the moment you get inspired by something in particular? I'd say both. Um, so for instance, the cover that we had, um, Gary McLean, he's um, DJ Ruckus, it's the the, mm -hmm. the one where he's working out. Yep. I knew I wanted that cover um, and I knew I wanted him for the cover. And uh, we basically find inspiration shots. We work together with the photographer and we say, okay, this is what I want. This is my vision for this cover. So sometimes I have a very strong vision going in based on the story and who I know that I have in my mind to photograph. Other times, um, the same thing with the beard issue, we had inspirations and I knew that I wanted um, somebody like Mike on the cover with, with a beard. The spring issue actually, that was not supposed to be the cover. Um, and so the pictures that we had taken or that I had in my mind, they just didn't work out and I just wasn't happy with them. So the day we went to print, I changed the cover. Um, yeah, well, you, you, picked a, you picked a good one. Yeah, it's hard to you. It's hard to miss with a paddle board and yeah. the springs. It's just, it's pretty. Exactly, thank you. And so the James Bates cover, um, I don't know either if he was slated for the cover at the time it could have been a story that i had had already in the works but when i saw that picture that we take we took i was like we have got to make that work and so it's a little the license plates were something we were gonna have to work around because getting text on there mm -hmm. as well that's the other thing is i might have a vision and we might have the picture but then if there's other things in the background that make working with the titles difficult and so i was highly impressed the way that cover came out so um, yeah, some, like again, sometimes I have a vision, sometimes I don't. Sometimes pictures that are taken um, for other features that might not have been a cover slated um, work out best. But I always put something on there that we try to make them as local as possible, local people, um, and something that's just people want to gravitate towards. We've done food before, fruit and food. We had pets. a vegetable one, huh? Pet issue. We had a pet. Yeah, yeah pet. we did pets for the first time ever in 10 years. We worked with pets. It was fun, but pets are pets are like almost like babies you know and when you can't kind of be like hey here look at the camera and then they just come flung at you that <laughs> happened i ruined the picture a few times um but pets was a lot of fun we did dog donkeys and chickens and That's cats awesome. and dogs it was crazy really cool um going kind of even more into that point as far as kind of the different inspirations and different kind of mentalities that giggle and wellness have and I know you're not gonna give away what the next one is. Right. <laughs> but when you're consuming things, if you have any time on a personal level, as far as other magazines, if it's national, something that you guys aren't even involved with locally, just something you like personally. Mm -hmm. Do you guys find yourselves gravitating towards the same mediums as far as print magazines, or do you do podcasts and you know newspapers and TV? Where do you guys like to, consume your content. Ty, I'm gonna have to tell you that we have more subscriptions than anybody <laughs> you possibly know about in magazines. And when you come to our office, there's literally a wall of, of magazines. just magazines that are not our magazines, just national magazines. Yeah. And we clean that out uh, on, a, on the regular, so there's a lot of magazines. Um, donate them to schools for yeah, cutting Yeah, we donate them to yeah. the elementary schools. Um, and uh, hey, Nicole even had me do a vision board one time. 
like yeah. a, a long time ago. We like we took all the, some of these old magazines That's and we right. were, we like you know you did the thing where you like cut out all the pictures and you collage them together. I've had, I've had parents um, actually the kids have collaged with my own faces and they're like look you're kidding. <laughs> like they had to put a woman in there or a mom and they like cut me out. Um, so I find inspirations obviously I would lie if I said. I didn't find inspiration on Facebook, but I do. Um, I a lot of magazine, online magazines that I would read in paper as well. Paper magazines, I definitely cut them up and um, do inspirations. I also look for layouts. So not only am I looking for story ideas, but also creative. Um, the ways other magazines, National Style magazines, lay stuff out, and or how they took the picture, or um, color palettes and stuff like that. So definitely, I would say I gravitate more towards the magazines. I don't. I don't listen to a lot of podcasts. Um, it's going to be the year of the podcast. Yeah, it's, it's coming. You can still kind yeah, of get on. I'm, I, I want to start my own podcast. This is going to be it. awesome. Yeah. Mom's talk or mom coffee, wino, mamo. I don't know. Something fun like that. We should talk. I yeah, like the last one. The yeah. mommy wino. We should, oh, we just have wine. <laughs> <laughs> start with a we've, Chardonnay we've, and end with a, a cab. We've talked about doing like a Friday night uh, just turning the mics on and having a conversation while we just uh, have a couple of drinks. As long as we can, as as we can Uber home, right? As yeah, long exactly. as we can safely Uber home. Oh, Count me in. Yeah. Of course. Um, it could be an interesting conversation. A lot of inspiration I get is from talking to other people <laughs> or um, a lot of the Facebook groups or Instagram or something like that. And I'm constantly, at all hours, no matter when, is sending my editor's ideas, story idea, you know, cauliflower or story idea. Um, you know, swelling in the the hands or something like that. And also from things that I've gone through as well, um, things my kids might have gone through or other friends have gone through. So I just kind of grab inspiration as much as I can from everywhere. Yeah, can I dive into that yeah. a little bit? Hopefully this isn't too personal to bring up, but you recently posted mm -hmm. about your son. Yes. And that like he was just diagnosed with Type one, type one diabetes, diabetes, mm -hmm. um, and the thing that like resonated me with the most was when you said the doctor came in and told you some some number, you know, the doctor came in some number, and you knew it instantly what it meant, and it was, and I, I was really intrigued by that, like the education that you've given yourself through. Mm -hmm. I mean, really, because I mean, if that would happen to me, the doctor come in and be like, okay, so what's that mean? Right. <laughs> you know, but the fact that you learned so much, but through the creation of this magazine, yep. and now I look at it as like, it's just this huge, it's a huge resource. We always talk about like the best of Gainesville, like this Instagram account being like a huge resource. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's it like just knowing that you're a, a resource, whether it's you personally, like people, people coming to you because they built these relationships with you mm -hmm. um, through a magazine. Like, I what know. does that feel like? It's it's awesome. I mean, when people come in, I've met people at, when they had a car show in Tioga, and they came. It's like you're the giggle girl, and she's like, I read your article and I ripped it off your letter, and it really inspired me, and I clipped it to my you know tack board, and I was like, my words did that to you, and so it's really inspiring, to, and that's why I keep going, um, because I just hope that my words or the articles that we put in have touched somebody and made their lives better. Yes, that article that. We actually did an article on type 1 diabetes, and it was actually a good friend of mine whose son um, was diagnosed with type 1. And I remember reading, um, subconsciously, it was a while ago, but I remember reading the 
the symptoms that she described. And I had another friend whose son also had it. And I remember her Facebook post and I re remember those symptoms as well. And so somehow I remembered the numbers. And subconsciously I just knew it was in the back of my head. I remember reading that article because I edited a bunch. And um, and so it, it kind of just all clicked when we were when we were at the doctor's office. And I was like, you know, I educated people about this for them to watch the symptoms. And here I am, you know, living a living specimen of my own words. And so, um, Hopefully my words have also helped other people do that. So that, that it is really inspiring. And that's why I keep doing it, you know? I mean, you know, they always say that print is dead. And so, but I firmly believe that um, print still has a place uh, and partners with digital, but a lot of moms and a lot of people pick up the magazine and they'll thumb through it and they're quick reads. And we try to make it as, um, appetizing for moms and parents, especially with Giggle, to pick it up and read it and make the articles um, quick so that they can understand them. And they don't have a lot of time. Shannon doesn't have a lot of time. I don't have a lot of time. You know, I don't have five hours to sit there and read through a huge, long feature. Um, so we try to make them quick and easy and educational. And so, um, but people keep awesome. it. <clears throat> people keep them. People keep them. You know, they're apt to keep, keep the magazine because the way she's developing the content for it is that it's, uh, you know, it, it has a long life. It's not just for the time that we publish the content, right. you know? So magazines are timeless. You know, that's the difference between magazines and newspapers. And why newspapers have, you know, a lot of them are kicking the bucket and because Twitter and Facebook, everything, those are very timely avenues. And newspapers used to give us that, where magazines are timeless. The information that I put in about um, the son who had diabetes resonated with me two years later. And so that that's one of the great things I love about magazines is, you know, and also they get to clutter people's shelves and it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Ty, so, I have one more question, but do you have any that yeah. you want to ask? So I wanted to ask, as far as like from the giggle side, yep. what would be a couple things for kids of all ages that you guys have learned, kind of like a underrated spot or something that's inclusive to take them or, you know, your favorite kind of quick day trip. What's what's the secret, um, what's the secret Here place in Gainesville out there? Yeah. Or For you guys, because everyone's got their own thing. Where where would you guys recommend if I said two or three places, you know, within 30 minutes or, or even right here in the city? Well, Depot Park is fun. Um, my kids love bowling. It's hot. It yeah, is hot so right hot right now. So I'm an advocate for indoor sports because no one should have heat stroke. Um, <laughs> I'm, I love to lunch, and so my kids love to go out to lunch. So we just ate at the new Grub. Um, that was fun. Even Whole Foods is awesome because you can go and walk around and all the kids can get different things. Um, Depot Park, bowling. If you want to take a drive, we like to go to, um, we love St. Augustine. And kids love Crescent Beach, and I'd also say that Steenahatchee, you know, going going on the other side is awesome too. Yeah. So we we don't get, I feel bad, we don't get out as much. We're not, we don't get to enjoy as many things <laughs> that we write about as we should <laughs> because we're so busy. I, I understand that. Yeah, well. you know, you're like, I really want to go do all things that I said to do, um, but in reality, we just unfortunately, you know, we own our own business. We have three sons, two of them which are competitive gymnasts, so we are constantly at the gym. And so unfortunately we don't get to travel as much. So um, yeah, we kind of do a lot of homebody stuff. But, but there's so cool. much. There's so much in, in this, Gainesville to in do. This, I mean, just, just, you know, I grew up in South Florida. I'm from Miami and uh, there's a ton of stuff down there, but just being up here, 
there's um you know you're two hours from so much i mean oh you know, i know one to Sorry. go to go very easily all over the state or even outside of the state um you know there's south of georgia there is on the water jacksonville i love going to mill creek horse farm I actually okay. said that I wanted to do that because my kids don't have gym on Saturday morning. So I said, I miss going to see the horses. So have you ever been there? Mm-hmm. No, you haven't? Do y'all like horses? I do. Yeah, I haven't been there either. Yeah. So it's a retired horse farm and you go and it's only open Saturdays from 11 to three. At least it was, I have to check. But um, you just bring carrots and all the horses are retired and you can pet them and feed them carrots. You can't ride them or anything. Um, old police horses, show horses, some are blind. Love it. My mother-in-law has horses, so the kids just, oh, okay. they go. Nice. They go to grandma's mm. and get that experience. <laughs> but um, I have one final question. Okay. And it's all, it's parent related. Okay. okay. We're ready. What's the, everybody, everybody get ready. We're ready. <laughs> it's intense. We're ready. No, um, you know, the world, the world changes even like, I mean, when we talk about parenthood and it, like the world just changes so rapidly and whether, you know, I, I'm constantly hearing about, oh, like, keep your kids off of this new app or, like, whatever, th- those types of things. Just right now, what's the number one piece of advice to give to parents on things that they should look for or look out for when it comes to their children? I know it's, like, pretty broad question, but is there anything that's just, like, been resonating what age, what age are you thinking? Um, I'd say, Anything. I'd say the number one thing is be vigilant and really just listen to your kids because they will, they have a way of communicating that isn't so obvious, like I'm hungry or I'm thirsty. Um, their attitude, their mannerisms, um, they give you key words and stuff. So yes, I could say monitor every single phone call, monitor every app, monitor every video game, and you should. And you should definitely be vigilant in that, but also really listen to what your kids are saying. Um, create an atmosphere where you're able to absorb what they're saying and um, so that you always want them to come talk to you. and let them be self-advocates for themselves and you want them to be able to talk to any adult and you know um really express themselves but then also just really you could there's so many different mediums and the world is a really scary place as a parent it really is but you also have to trust your child that you've given them all the tools to go out there and and be the best that they can be but i think children will give you hints about what's going on in their world and really embrace them and and as a parent you have to put down the phone you have to give them time you ha- they want your attention you know our kids are 10 12 and 14 like i said and they still climb in our bed and and shane's like get them out of here and yes they should not be in our bed sleeping anymore and they never did as babies but i feel like when they're doing that they're trying to tell me something i need my mom at that moment i and it's those moments where you're going to get the sometimes the most honest conversations and the honest moments and you know whether or not they're going to explain about how they feel about a girl or um how a test is bothering them or they're very stressed out i think allowing them to come talk to you and know that it's a safe place at all times no matter when it is that's our job and so by doing that being very vigilant i think that you'll be able to protect them from all the other crap going out in the world <laughs> yeah you know because if you if you sorry not to cut you off honey but if you tried to say no phone and know this and know that you know they're getting it from somewhere else right yeah. and i think the biggest thing is really to try to figure out and it's a struggle 
but try to figure out how to engage them as much as possible. Yeah. So the more that you're engaging them, the less that they're engaging with other things, whether it's an iPad or a phone or, you know, the Xbox or, you know, whatever. Um, the more that you can kind of get involved with it, what they're doing, the more they're going to want you, you know, at, at a young age, you can start that and that's like an automatic thing. Then you're creating this relationship that's a tight bond and um, and then they're going to feel open when they get to these ages that we're dealing with, you know, and going through puberty and whatnot. Um, they'll come to you with with stuff. Um, we're lucky all of our we kids have, have cell phones, so we, we yeah. monitor them, and you know we're not perfect. We've given them the iPad, and they'll be like, "Go play in the corner." Um, but did, you know, did your kids ever get into like that, like YouTube Kids, where they're like oh, yeah. watching? Oh my gosh, other families like go yes. on trips yes. and stuff. Yes, and I don't understand it. Um, you know, I but, does it make you feel like our life isn't interesting enough? <laughs> I see our kids there. I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm like, I feel like we do so much with our yeah. kids. We go on trips and stuff. I'm like, I'm why like, are you is this? watching this? Yeah, I don't, I don't understand it either. I, 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 I don't understand it, and I'm like, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, somebody's, <laughs> somebody's going to end up doing a psychological study on it and and say that you know it's probably the way we are with Facebook. You know, once you open it up, you get consumed with it for whatever reason. You get consumed with it. I think they they open it up and they get consumed. I know, you know, I'll open YouTube and and me and the boys will watch something like like fails or something like that, you know, and then all of a sudden, you know, you're forty five minutes later and you're like, What am I doing? I'm still watching this stuff. I need to put this down and put it off and, and turn it off. They don't have that ability to put it down and turn it off until you step in and say Put it down and turn it off. Make them walk the dog. We do that a lot. Yeah. Put the iPad. Put the iPad. Yeah. yeah. And, then, and then when you and then when you you take a small glimpse of of uh, look at what they're doing, you're like, why are you watching this? I, it makes no sense. But it, I, I think it's a, you know, it's like one of those, almost like a drug. But on yeah. the other side, you know, as as you mentioned, my oldest got diagnosed with diabetes, and so he has actually learned a lot by self taking it upon himself to research new devices and new studies and new products. And um, he's gone to everything from I need a service dog to can I get a new pancreas to you know this is the best um, app for this and that. And um, so. Yes, it, it can be all-consuming, the YouTube stuff, but then again, it also can be a very good tool because I think that's been his way of um, making himself feel better to research and know that what he's going through, he's not alone, and so finding all this new and great information. So, Yeah, I'm just fascinated by it, so I think I'm going to have to like dive into that deeper at some point, do a technology thing. <laughs> like, like, I don't know, it just it, it kind of weirds me out in a in one yeah. way, but at, this, at the same time, I'm like, well, I, I definitely want my kids to be like hands-on with technology. I don't want to be one of those parents that's like, don't don't be on the iPad because I mean, yeah. that's just the future. Like they need right. to have some understanding of it. Mm -hmm. Like they need to know how, now computers is another thing. I actually think I'm, I'm kind of like, oh, I don't know if you need to be as, you know, educated with with a computer because I don't I don't know if they'll exist in ten years time you yeah, know five yeah. ten years time I think everything's gonna be mobile um, but I don't know it's interesting it's interesting with technology and kids it's just way different than when when we were when we were kids so I always try to preach to them uh, don't watch it make it you know yeah. so so coming from you know two entrepreneurs 
they're obviously very consumed with what we do in the business world. Um, I like to bring them, you know, some, sometimes in the summertime I'll have one or two of them with me and we'll go, we'll go to a business meeting um, that I know is not like a client meeting, but it's a business related meeting and I'll take them and I'll say, you know, just sit on your phone and sit next to me and you can, you know, they're absorbing it however they're absorbing it. Um, but I think that, you know, I want them to learn that, that it's not always play the game. You know, try to think of a way like build that it. you can actually build the game. Well, I mean, that's what you guys are doing every single day. I right. mean, you're not, you you are making more content <laughs> than you're consuming. Yeah, Definitely. absolutely. Like, ton more. Yeah. So that's, I mean, that's a great piece of advice for your children. So there you go, I'm gonna wrap it up. I'm gonna leave it right there. What, uh, you have anything else? No, give us a little, uh, a little hint what to look for in the next issues. Anything in particular? Oh, what are we working on? We're working on August, September, so back to school. Back to school for, huh? giggle. for giggle. And then and for... September, October. September, October. I can't think that far. Or actually, we go to print with yeah, July, July, August. Um, That's another thing. We're so far advanced, you know, so far in the future yeah. in terms of what we do. Um, you gotta plan ahead. We have some yeah. great athletes in the next um, in the next issue of Wellness. Some some local fun, very cool photos of some awesome people. Yeah, we always have you know local flavor. Yeah. So, uh, so, we're so where can everybody find you guys? Social media, like websites, that At kind of stuff. Gigglemagazine.com, Wellness360Magazine.com. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Pinterest and around the community. We are all over. We are in as many places as we can get and the Oaks Mall and your doctor's office, your lawyer's office. Hospitals. Um, hospitals. Schools. Schools. Yeah. Well, awesome. Well, we're all over. You guys, thank you so Thanks much for, Thanks for being us. here. Thank you for being so a fun. resource in Gainesville. It was a pleasure having you guys. Absolutely. Thanks and, for um, us. and that's it for this time, guys. Thank you for listening to the WHOA GNV podcast, the podcast bringing you businesses and individuals that make you go, whoa. 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 <laughs> we whoa. will see you guys later. Peace out. Bye.